You're listening to episode 238 of the Fitz Pro podcast, and today's episode is going to be for all of my trainees and coaches who work with newbies. So if you are brand new to weight training, maybe you are an athlete, or maybe you come from a different sport, but you are making weight training your number one priority with your fitness, then today's episode is going to be for you. Again, if you're a coach that works with newbies or people who are newer to weightlifting, even honestly intermediate, then today's episode is going to be helpful for you as well. We are going over need to know newbie gains and lifting, so neurological adaptations and skills versus actual muscle growth, etc., etc. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. If you do happen to be a newbie, to weightlifting, I do encourage you to check out Legion Athletics if you're getting into the world of supplements. If you're curious about the world of supplements, Legion is backed by science. They don't just say that. It's not just a tagline. It is a core of their business. Um, if you go to their any of their supplements, their vitamins, and you click on the scientific literature, you can view what peer-reviewed literature says about the ingredients, but also the dosages. So what dose of something actually provides the effect that they are making a claim for through the supplement? Legion provides that for you. It's why I love them. So go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y-Legion.com, and use code Annie at checkout for 20% off your first order, or get double Legion reward points and support me if you would like to use my code. Again, my code is Annie. No matter the weight training program that you follow when starting out, it could be something off of bodybuilding.com, it could be built by Annie, it could be something from another person in the field, you will likely experience kind of a honeymoon phase in your training. You will feel like you are adapting very quickly, like you're making gains, you're getting stronger. This is what we call or refer to the newbie phase. And I hope that you enjoy it because it is a precious, precious time in your training. And I would say the only other time that you're going to experience something like a newbie phase is when you are coming back from an injury where you have extreme atrophy or you are extremely deconditioned. Um, Maybe in the postpartum phase, you can kind of jump on the newbie train again because of, again, possible atrophy and deconditioning that has taken place. So this newbie phase does end At some point, however, the weights stop increasing with ease. The same shit feels just as hard as it did last month or three months ago. And you're like, what is happening? Have I plateaued? Am I overtrained? Do I need to do more? Do I need a new program? All these questions start to come into play when we kind of enter into that intermediate phase of lifting. That's what we're unpacking in today's episode. All you need to know about newbie gains and lifting. 
So if you're a coach, hopefully today's episode gives you something to maybe communicate with your clients about if you do happen to work with people who are newer to weight training, or if you are a trainee, it can help form some expectations for yourself within your own training. So many adaptations are taking place when you ask a muscle to contract repeatedly at a given load with a given speed and then recover from said training. To be clear, the adaptations to training happen in the recovery form of said training. So you are causing damage to muscles potentially. You're causing stress to your system, stress to muscle, stress to your metabolism during the workout. It's a catabolic effect. Training is, for the most part, if you're pushing yourself. The anabolic effect that you are looking for from training happens in your sleep in the days after your training when you are recovering from the training. Two of those adaptations driven by different styles of training can be neurological and metabolic adaptations. You need both of these types of adaptations and you can highly, highly benefit from both of these when starting out. So what you're looking at here is say like heavy load, low rep lifting and high rep, low load lifting, kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Both are challenging, make no mistake. I feel like sometimes when we talk about high rep, lower load, people think that this is not challenging, that it's easy. That is not necessarily the case. So the RPE for both of those should still be decently high when you are training. They're just challenging in a different way. And that's why we can get different adaptations from both of these styles of training. Both the neurological side and the metabolic side can help build a very strong foundation of movement patterns, capacity, and strength, which is something that you want as early in training as you can. So when you start training and you are PRing, so you're getting a personal record or a personal best PBing every week, upping weight on every exercise, are you actually getting stronger Are you actually building muscle? What is happening? Why is that happening? That leads us to skill versus actual muscle growth. In the beginning, these skills that you are building, these gains that you're feeling for at least four to six weeks are neurological gains. They are your brain talking to your muscles and building better neural pathways from your brain to your muscle. It is not because you are putting on muscle size. It is not because you are gaining actual strength. It is a neurological adaptation that is taking place. Okay, it's not from you putting on more muscle. So when we look at skill versus actual muscle growth, like I said, you are not likely putting on significant muscle growth in those first few weeks, maybe even months. Your gains, your quote unquote gains and improved force output week to week in the first month or two of training are not increases in muscle mass. They are from building skills. Your muscles and mind muscle connection are becoming more proficient from practicing these movements for several reps every week. These neurological adaptations don't stop as you start acquiring more muscle mass. They simply account for most of your quote unquote, newbie gains in the first few months of consistent training. And that neurological piece will be there responsible for weight increases or load increases, regardless of your program or the rep scheme that you are following. But then we do have those differences that I mentioned earlier in the long-term neurologically damaging training stimuli 
But then we do have those differences that I mentioned earlier in the long-term neurologically demanding training stimuli. That is going to be more pronounced in the lower rep, higher load training, like traditional strength or power training. Strength is very much a skill. I've talked about this in other episodes as well. While higher rep and lower loads, but still challenging, will likely drive more of a metabolic adaptation than the low rep, high load. So you're going to have more mitochondria inside the cell when we are training in this way, potentially a high demand for ATP, so adenosine triphosphate, a high demand for regeneration of ATP and production of ATP in the muscle when we train at some of these higher volume type methods, you're going to see a bias towards that metabolic adaptation versus the neurological adaptation that's happening on the strength side. So that kind of covers skill versus actual muscle growth. In the beginning, when you're having the newbie gains, you are building skills. And it would honestly behoove you to think about that and to focus on building skills in the beginning. The muscle growth will come. So let's say you are a new trainee. What happens when the PRs slow down and the weight stops going up? You haven't plateaued per se. I want to make that clear up front. You simply need to begin and will likely benefit from some more variance in your training factors and intention and program design. Let me be so, 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 so clear. That does not mean you need to confuse your muscles. It simply means that upping just the weight or just adding reps is not likely going to be enough week to week or it's not sustainable enough. It's not sustainable anymore on a month to month basis. You're gonna have to challenge yourself in other ways. We can manipulate tempo, rest periods, yes, load and volume, uh, exercise variations, and a lot more when it comes to training factors that can lead to more muscle growth or strength gains for you as a trainee. I also wanna note that different exercises are going to allow you to increase load for longer periods of time than other exercises. So a large compound movement that's using multiple joints and multiple muscle groups, like a squat, a deadlift, a pull-up, these are going to allow you to make gains, strength gains, skill gains, neurological gains for a lot longer period of time than something like a lateral raise or a bicep curl. You're going to quote unquote plateau in those more isolated movements a lot sooner than you will plateau in compound movements. So that is something to keep in mind as well. If you find in your training that you are starting to plateau and maybe you're exiting that newbie phase, Just be sure that you are challenging the muscle, whether that is because you are upping load, whether that is because you are slowing down the tempo, whether that is because you are adding volume, you just want to continue challenging the muscle. That is the goal for either strength or hypertrophy. Now, a question worth asking is, there's a few, what are you expecting from your training? More muscle mass, more force output, which is strength, higher capacity, or being more fit per se, 
Your program needs to be pushing for and providing the right stimulus for those adaptations to take place. And you as the trainee need to have that clarity so that you can find the right program for your needs. If you think you don't have training expectations, I would push back on that and say that you likely do. And your reaction to whatever results you're getting from your training are going to reveal whatever expectations you had. Let's say you've been training for a year or two and you're kind of coming off those newbie gains. If you switch a training factor up or just stick to whatever program you're following, the gains will start to appear again in time. It just might be slower than you're accustomed to in that newbie gains phase. I have a full episode on four types of training plateaus, by the way, and what to do for each of them. Um, They're all legit. They all take a slightly different approach. We can experience plateaus for different reasons in our training. Be sure to check that out uh, as well. If you truly do think that you have plateaued and you're not sure what to do, that is all I have for today. Rather quick episode for the newbie gains. Be sure to uh, really think about the adaptations that are happening from your training. So if you do feel like you're putting on size and muscle, that is awesome credit the neurological adaptations that have been happening and of course the metabolic adaptations as well and then if you can focus on building skills the muscle will come if you are building skills at challenging loads whether that load is challenging at 12 reps or that load is challenging at three reps you are still working a skill and the muscle growth and strength will come with time I hope you found this helpful. If you did, let me know. Give the show five stars. Leave a written review. All the good things. Make sure you check out annymiller.co slash news. The link will be in the show notes for that. You can choose what emails you want to get from me. I really am focusing on email marketing this year in particular, and I want to only send you emails that are helpful for whatever it is you want to learn about. So be sure to check that out. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzpro Podcast.